Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the Christmas edition. (laughs) Episode 341. Uh, Great to have your company today. It's Trent here and super excited by the the Christmas season. Bit of that Christmas Christmas magic has rubbed off on me and I'm I'm in the Christmas spirit. Mm. But who else is here with all the bells and whistles on? We've got Frank. Hello, hello. We've got Ben. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and Scotty. Ho, ho, ho. Hello there. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and is it beginning to look a lot <laughs> like Christmas? <laughs> uh, it's. I love the Christmas episode of Toys Toy in none of the stores. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's it's better than it's been. I, I must admit, with JB Hi-Fi, there yeah, are toys around. Mm. It's it's we've had some lean years where there hasn't been a lot of our stuff around, but this is not one of them. I reckon there's yeah, you know, I reckon I can get some nice uh, toys for Christmas. Yep, I put some Star Wars retros on the wish list because there's the. Ahsoka vintage figures that are mm-hmm. popping up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there's a lot of vintagey stuff out there, isn't there? That that make us feel feel like kids again. Mm. Um, this week on the show, we're going to do some vintage toy awards. Love a good bit of vintage toy awards, yep. mm-hmm. and then Secret Santa. Well, I think Frank, you might have left your gift. Ah, uh, we'll behind. get to that. We'll get okay. to that. All right. There's a, there's a, there's a reason. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Very interesting. Well, we're going to do a secret Santa in any event. All right, let's uh, hit that button. Vintage Toy Awards. I hate it. I hate it. I need to redo it with like an AI voice or something because I'm sick of hearing my voice being an absolute... The Vintage Toy Awards. (laughs) You just know I had my pinky out and drinking a sherry while doing that. Do you have some sort of bathrobe on? (laughs) (laughs) It's just that scene from like Wayne's World where he's just, you know, bubbles in the pipe. Hello, my darling. Exactly. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's great. All right. Today, it's all about Ninja Turtles. Apologies, Scotty. It's not Flash Gordon. Tonight. Merry Christmas, Scott. Yep. Yay, <laughs> so, me! <laughs> Ninja Turtles, but not any Ninja Turtles. It's just the villains that we can pick from. Hey, yep. man, I, I love a good villain. Good. It doesn't matter of the property. Okay. You're a villain for hire. Villain yeah. for hire. Okay, so the rules for this one, these are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles villains that appeared in the Playmates toy line from 1988 or 87 through to 1993. So that pretty much covers... So most people consider that the the end point of yeah. the line, and then you got freaks like me who collect all the other stuff. <laughs> Go right through to, to that, 98. <laughs> that weird stuff towards the end. Um, okay, so we've got a couple of categories. We'll just touch on those and then jump into it. All right, first category. Now, actually, did we have a shout-out for... Yeah, look, based on some of the previous ones, we've done this for Transformers and Masters, and there was a category in there for Best Playset. When you narrow that down to Villains... In Turtles, there's really only one. It's only one. I think the second one is maybe like there's an ooze trap thing, yeah. which is a little bit sort of low scale. 
it's got to be the Technodrome, no, right? It has like, to be, yeah. I mean, it, yep. it, when we've done like our playset, you know, best ever playsets of all time, this yep. is in the top five type thing. Like, it's it's an amazing playset. It's it's still one of those things. Even in that, we've got a, a toys and beers sort of chat group, and and that came up for sales sort of locally on Facebook. And someone was like, oh, you know, who wants a Technodrome for a hundred bucks sort of bulk lot thrown in with a bunch of other things. It's still one that catches people's attention. Yep. The design is iconic. They've tried to do it a few times with different iterations of the turtles and nothing's really quite ever captured the magic um, of this amazing, amazing toy. Like it's so many bits to it. It uh, connects to the original sewer layer. It's got that, the, the ball rolling sort of pinball action feature to it. Um, amazing. Look at the kid on the box art. How happy is he? It's, yep. it's bigger than he's his just head. had a yeah, fresh bowl cut, and yep. he's just, uh, <laughs> just so he's... happy to crank in that playset. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. All right, so that that one just wins by default. Yeah. Okay, so the first category is the best leader class villain. This is a, a key villain. So maybe just to clarify a little bit, how we're going to do this is uh, Ben Trent and myself. We're all going to put a votes in to say this is what we think is the best sort of theme for the category and scotty here is as uh the sort of non-turtles person in the room is uh perhaps going to critique our choices and and maybe see uh who he determines as an actual winner we can do that i'm probably just going going to no i'm just going to pick whatever's the most colorful and appealing figure on the screen (laughs) fair enough i won't know who half these people are (laughs) just (laughs) point the, the brain guy. So who's, to, who's to clari- the rock-looking fella up there? <laughs> so to clarify, on the screen, I've just got like random samples where yep. I just sort of went, oh, here's stuff that sort of meets that criteria, not necessarily our choices. Yep. So Okay. Ben, we'll start with you. I'll start. Okay, so best leader class villain for me is none other than drumroll. Everybody wait for knows it. Wait it. For it. <laughs> toon Shredder. Yeah. What? Oh, yes. Toon Shredder. <laughs> yep, yep. He's got okay. the Toon Shredder. Not the iconic first mate, one. Mate, I, had, I didn't want to sing him out too many times in a row, <laughs> so I had to be uh, careful of who I shouted out. So I've got my OG Shredder later on in the uh, call out. <laughs> but no, I went for Toon Shredder. Absolutely love him. He is, uh, you know, dones the cartoon look, obviously. He's no bare-chested and things. He fixes that uh, correction of the eyebrows uh, painted over the mask and things like that. Uh, He is so iconic. He comes with the uh, red uh, weapons as opposed to the um, sort of brown weapons and things. And he comes with that lenticular TV, uh, which is uh, a pretty cool uh, addition uh, so Toon Treader wins leader class villain for me. Nice. Mm. Love it. I went in a slightly different direction. I regard leader class as like iconic, I think. So whilst he's technically not a leader, to me, he's one of these ones that just, when you think of turtles and villains, this guy always comes up. And I went with the classic foot soldier. Yep. He's, he's you know, 1988, so he's wave one. And there's just something iconic about that foot palette. When you think of a lot of other army builders, your horde trooper, for example, they're usually largely one color. This guy is half purple. He's half grey. He's got blue highlights and yellow eyes. And I think when you see someone who has army built these, it's just such an, a really striking thing. Also for for eighty eight, they really captured that hunchback, long arms appearance, as is really accurate to the cartoon. Yeah. When you start comparing these toys to the original cartoon, there's a lot of deviation from a lot of the designs. But the foot soldier, they absolutely nailed. So mm. he's my call. No, very good call. Love that figure. I've actually lined up a couple of the. Uh, just to inspire oh, us, behind us, bit of yeah. there, bit of the turtle action there. Um, I went with the one that sung to me most in my childhood, and that was the 
overscale Android body Krang. Oh, the giant size one. Giant wow. Size yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Look, that was that was the figure I wanted. I was a huge Krang fan. He seemed to me kind of to be, I guess, you know, one of the leaders. I know it was him, yeah. a bit of argy-bargy yeah. between him and uh, Shredder. Later on, they, they released a, a more scaled-down yeah. version of 5. that 5. Android 5, body yeah. in the 5.5, probably a little bit too small. Yes. But again, we know what Playmates was trying to do. They were trying to scale them all exactly the same size. Um, but that Android body, Krang, was my pick of the bunch. Love him to bits and, yep. and picked him up. Um, I think in the in the late nineties, I managed to get him from the the store in Gawler Place where you'd go down oh, the stairs. Yes. Do you remember? Uh, you'd yes, go down yes. there yep. briefly. Uh, the basement. The basement. Yeah. yeah, got him from there for yeah. thirty bucks. Yeah, which I thought Crazy. was uh, yeah, and I thought wow. it was, but it's absolute mint. All the stickers, little uh, antennas. Wow, um, that's it. That so, is good. Well yeah. done. Mm. Um, I've Googled these figures as we've gone through, <laughs> so I had some of an idea of what you guys are talking about. The eyes on the Shredder figure. Really do pop. They look amazing the way they're painted in there. Yep. Foot soldier. I love a good just uh, You're a build, army builder. Army builder. Yep. Yeah. Foot fetish. Excellent. Foot fetish. Good one. I like that. <laughs> but how do we not go past Android Body Crane? Because on a shelf, he is just going to pop. He's yep. going to be towering over top of all the other figures on the shelf. That is going to be my pick for oh, the League of Just, just uh, circling back onto your story about the finding that basement toy store. I remember walking down Hindley Street and I'm walking up <laughs> yeah. Hindley Street and this character's walking down and he's holding the Technodrome. And this guy <laughs> wasn't walking, actually. Yes. He was floating. Oh, yeah. He was just on, on Cloud 9. And I could see he's just like, yeah, I'm on Cloud 9, you know, best pickup ever. And I was that guy that yeah. was the you first person he had. that, you know, pointed at <laughs> Where the effing hell did you get that from? And he is just waiting, you know, he'd for someone to mention yeah, it. Yeah. Obviously walked a few hundred meters already without anyone hitting him up and he was more than proud to say, I got it from the basement, you know, nice. mapped it out to me. That's how I found the basement. Yep. And um yeah, it just uh yeah, what a cool like uh thing, you know, to tie this conversation together, yep. you know, with so mm. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. All right, next category is best second tier villain. What's a second tier villain? Uh, mate, Just anyone else? I'll, I'll, I'll define right. a second tier oh, villain with my answer, and yep. it has to be hands down Slash. <laughs> slash. <laughs> and I, I'm a sucker for the, you know, the yin and yang. Like, so, mm. you know, in Masters, you've got Faker. In, in Turtles, you've got Slash. And yep. Slash is just that, you know, token, uh, you know, what do you call it? Razorback snake, sna- snapping, snapping beak, turtle, um, yep. turtle. He's got all the spikes and things. He's just wicked weapons. Uh, he, he's just such a cool, cool character. So Slash, uh, hands down, easily the best second tier villain in my opinion. Uh, cut, copy, paste, Ooh, to be honest. That's kind of what I had. I, I described him as uh, metal. Like if you yes. think of the turtles, they're very, you know, heroic and goody two shoes. And he's just like, yeah, the designers are looking at needs more like death metal. You know, he's got the spikes. He's got the off kill to eyes, um, different sort of color scheme, you know, crazy, crazy spiked weapons. Um, and he's a character that keeps showing up, you know, in the lore repeatedly. Well, I don't usually collect color variants, but he's one that I do have color variants where they did like one that had a really bright yellow, um, chest and and different colored weapons and stuff, and I've got both of those so. black and purple. Yeah, uh, so there was the belt variants yep. as well. You had the purple with the black insignia, and then there's a purple with a red insignia. I yep. think. So yep. Yeah, yeah, he's got a bit of a history. 
Well, yeah, no, it's a very good call out and may win the the bunch. But I just shout out my boy Baxter Stockman here. Ah, uh, yes, he was he was the one. I'm, I'm going to told this Shredder's story. Shredder's whipping but, boy. Yeah, Shredder's <laughs> whipping boy. But I loved him. I had the. There was a little in Victor Harbour. There was a little secondhand bookstore. It's still there, actually. It's still there, thirty odd years later. But I went in there and picked up second edition of the Archie comics, and that had um, Baxter Stockman, human version of Baxter. So I just had this fascination of him working with Shredder and how that, you know, he was always sort of the whipping boy, but um, came up with all the smart plans. Yes. And he really yes. got like he had in this issue of the Archie, he had split, he caught Splinter and he had him set up like in this big battering ram contraption that was going to take him out and the turtles had to come save the day. Um, but he was my boy and loved the fact he turned to fly. Could never find him, mm. never yeah, no, found yeah. him yeah. here in Australia. <laughs> And I remember I just cut out the little, you know, there he is on the back of the packet. And that was my... That the cardboard was, stand Yeah, that's all I had. Um, so I love him. I, I love him uh, to bits, that figure. And uh, he's he's my call out there for, yeah, for second-tier second villain. But there's yeah, some good choices. I love I love what you've done here, Frank. You've got Rat King, Pizza Face, and Triceraton up there. All very, very cool figures. These are all pictures from my own collection, actually. Lovely. A little photo tent thing that I did a while back. Should get back into that. That looks great, yeah. Scotty, I've thoughts. got questions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let, let's start with Pizza Face on the screen. <laughs> What's going on with that guy's leg? What is happening there? Now, it's, actually, this is a, yeah, actually this is a really a good, good question. question. So he he's got a um, an oversized pizza cutter essentially for a leg, like peg um, leg, like peg a leg. pirate would. Yeah, and yes. it's uh, to make him stand up. It's on a pizza box. But did you know you can remove the peg leg, mm-hmm. and you can actually put his chopping a uh, knife. What is that? Uh, hatchet. Hatchet. Yep. That can be uh, an alternate leg. Oh, wow. You can swap it out. Swap I never knew parts. that. That is brilliant. Yep. Go pizza face. <laughs> Un- underneath his uh, hat, he had a little, like, deformed, you know, growth. Gerald, and, I think yeah. his name was. <laughs> yeah. And I was watching one of the kids' cartoons or something, like um, some, you know, post-apocalyptic uh cartoon thing that they were watching and in that one of the monsters they were battling was this you know gruesome character and his hat or something fell off and it had exactly what <laughs> pizza hat face had and i'm like these guys must be hardcore so um i thought that was a cool nod anyway keep going scott uh okay slash question about him he mm. he's obviously mutated it looks like his batch of mutagen maybe have been ordered off of wish or alley or something like that <laughs> what happened to this fellow why does he look... <laughs> what happened there what's his origin palm trees uh, i was shredders at ten... he goes these turtles keep beating me i'm gonna make my own turtles and right. it, it didn't didn't go to plan because bad guys yeah, okay. He looks actually really, really cool, but uh, I'm going to pick Pizza Face because he's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yep. I feel like these pictures are going to cause some chaos. <laughs> All right. Okay, next category is the best villain variant. Yep. So you yep. got to pick a variant. All right, this is easy. He's on the screen. He's on the screen. He's large, I thought so. <laughs> and in charge, it is, of course, Super Shredder. I idolized Super Shredder. After seeing that second movie, uh, seeing the mutagen... You know, power him up. Sorry, spoilers. Uh, like, <laughs> I was just blown away by this, you know, extra. Kevin Nash. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. This extra transformation of Shredder. Yep. And I yearned to find him as a kid. And unfortunately, I could never find him. But uh, then in when I went to San Diego in 2010, I bought a mint on card version Ooh. of uh, Super Shredder. And it 
cost me peanuts. Yeah, but like, man. honestly, that uh, shredder is, you know, one like. It you still got just, it in a case and yeah, stuff in now. A case, yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, in a case, in a um, Glen Puck case, mm. and uh, yeah, it's just so sentimental to my yearning for that figure. I mean, of course, I had one loose by then and things, but to have one carded and to find it, you know, over there when on, you it's know, got a story to it, it now. It's just, it's hmm. just so cool. And since then, I've found you know other variations of cards and things like that. But I just love Super Shredder. I love the fact that there's a deeper history of variance to him with the Euro Shredder in, mm. in the purple and then the uh, Chef, Chef Boral yep. one in the black. Like, it's just so cool. Yes, he is way too small for mm. yep. what he should be in, in that's that That's the scale. scale thing again. But yeah, that's Playmates yeah. for yeah. you. That's where um, I think uh, NECA got the scale really yes, right when yeah. they made theirs. Like, yeah, and mm. equally made three variants. That's right. right. Yep. Of the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, hands down, Super Shredder is one of my favourite uh, variants. <laughs> and, um, yeah, love him to death. Beautiful. I went a bit more obscure. I went with it when there's villains and variants involved. I got it. You got to go deep and you got to go 1993. I went with Rhino Man. Nice. Which is essentially a rock steady if he was done up as a superhero. And what pops to me about this figure is the color scheme. He's got a mustard yellow sort of chest going on. He's got green gloves and a purple cape. Now, totally out of context, if you know nothing about this person, you look at that and you go, well, that's a villain based purely on the color scheme and stuff. Um, it really looks like it comes from that silver age of sort of, you yep. know, DC comics and stuff as well. Um, and whereas Turtles, by this stage, we're getting into really stupid action features. His is that classic Motu swivel chest sort of punch action thing, which really works for, you know, he's meant to be Superman if he was a rhino type thing. So a, a, an action feature like that works really well. So... That's the guy Scotty's brought up on his and, phone. Yep. And that line is actually really cool because they all come with like a superhero buddy. Yeah, yeah they got their little sidekick in yeah. there. He comes with a shield that looks like it's got a giant rhino spike coming out of it. Uh, I think a little pistol and then like a little sidekick who's like a, a sloth or something really weird like that. Like he's got sort of googly eyes going on. Yep. Yeah. Nah, Rhino very, Man. Very cool. All right, I got a uh, shredder here. I oh. went with Toon Shredder. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> For me... The as much as I love that original Shredder figure, just getting that tune color, I think is yeah, you. It's a simple repaint. Simple repaint, and just getting the helmet right was probably the biggest thing for me. Um, love love that tune Shredder. I remember going. There was a, a store. I can never remember the name of it, but it was in kind of Salisbury Way, and it was like a secondhand store. Now it wasn't Collectible Chaos. It was run. There was a girl there. Uh, it was I reckon it was in Salisbury or or thereabouts. wasn't around for that long, but I reckon it was early two thousands. I Darren. yeah, I drove up there one day and she had just got in this new line of, and I think it was one of the first time I've seen the entire tune line. Like I didn't yeah. know the breadth of this line, mm. and I think I had. She was like, oh, "I've got to price it up. I'll price it up tonight." And, come back and I remember driving back the next day and I got there and of course she hadn't done it. Nah. She hadn't priced it up. <laughs> yeah, you know? I'm like, I'm back. I, you know, you've, you told me you're going to price it up. She's like, oh, oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> and so she ended up coming. I think I ended up paying like $10 each for these figures. Oh, God. Right? Right. Yeah. What, which yeah, in hindsight, I mean, but I, yeah. there were, what, what are there like 12 or something yeah. in yeah. that way? Like it was still, I had to shell out mm. 120 bucks. Yeah. Um, and, and I reckon she was a bit nervous about kind of letting them go. Cause she hadn't, 
done it properly. Yep. Yeah. And yep. I think in hindsight, I got a pretty good yes. deal. Yes. <laughs> With weapons and accessories. Yeah, look, I think they had most yep. of the weapons. Yep. Yeah. Not not all, no, but, yep. but the majority. Yeah, yeah, good on you, man. Well done. That's cool. Persistence. Yep. Cool. The, uh, Thoughts, Scotty? The television accessory with Toon Shredder is miraculous. I like it. That's a terrific pack-in. Uh, who doesn't love a villain dressed up as a superhero? <laughs> Rhino Man is absolutely <laughs> incredible. But that Super Shredder, Ricketts, bandy legs and everything, <laughs> that is bonkers. That yeah. is just amazing. I yeah. love the fact that Playmates have still done that bandy-legged look like mm. he was from the original uh, first wave. So yep. that's insane. I like that figure. I would almost purchase that Ooh. myself. Ooh. Kevin yeah. Nash. Well, Ben's got a mint on car one. You yeah, okay. just grab that. <laughs> Very good. All right. Next category is our, our colour category. What is the best use of colour? Yep. Well, he's up on screen again, oh. and it's none other than Scale Tail. Yeah, I'm, boy. As a huge fan of Triple Threat Snake from the Battle Beast line, yep. I have a, a fascination of snakes and things, even though I'm petrified of them in real life. <laughs> uh, Scale Tail is just such a unique sculpt. You know, it's a actual snake laying down doesn't have legs and things mm. like most of the other characters do uh, he's got a bit of articulation with the tongue and things his weapons are just incredible mm. uh i the the colors are just so bright and um eye-catching uh it's instead of you know a one leg uh normal and one leg mm. you know um different, different yeah. with the uh mutation coming in i think it's like one arm is normal it's and the made other arm is snakes. Yeah. And yet he can still hold a weapon in that snake arm. Yep. It's just genius. He's got guns on his, you know, at the end of his tail. And a, you can mount guns on his tail. He's got a rocket pack Yeah, as he's well, got a backpack or... and things. Uh, he is just, uh, you know, next level uh, sculpting, colour, Everything. When you like look at it, you've got two different shades of green. You've got yellow, you've got purple, you've yep. got orange, you've got blue. Two different shades of purple, actually. Like yeah. it, it shouldn't work when you hear all those colors put together. Orange, you yeah, know, the, 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 the 90s orange yeah. fluorescent. And, and he's, you know, got the scarab harness, whatever yep. that, you know, mm. uh, means or something. So there's so many questions. And he's never really <laughs> had. Any, he doesn't feature a lot in lore anything. or anything. He yeah. was in Mutant Mayhem, so I'm fingers crossed he was a silhouette in Mutant Mayhem. Really? Yep. yep. Was it, it? Uh, it, it, when they're talking about the, um, you know, the other mutations, he was a silhouette. Oh, in the, in the paperwork. Uh, yes. that going yeah. So he was a silhouette, and Set that's up for it. The so sequel. That that's about it as far mm. as um deeper lore yep. for Scale Tail, aside from his bio card. Yep. And uh, and and that's. Almost it's more almost exciting yeah. Yeah. than seeing a whole. Here's the book of scale tale. You know, <laughs> I was just like, about to say Mando. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I almost <laughs> prefer him just to be, you know, left and yep. and my own ideas of what he gets up to and where he comes from is uh, more exciting nice. than you know a Disney spinoff. So, <laughs> yeah. beautiful. Well, when we're talking color. It's a bit of a cheat because there's a fair bit of chrome involved. And I am, of course, talking about Chrome Dome. He's he's basically a robot, but he's got this weird sort of samurai fan thing going on around his head. It's chrome, 
black, blue, and those piercing red eyes that just absolutely pop on a shelf. Like your your eyes are attracted to him because of the chrome, but then you look a bit deep and you're like, this is insane what's going on here. He's got sort of like a black a sort of skin suit on underneath, underneath all this armor and those red eyes. Like you'd swear there's light piping behind them, to be honest. They just look absolutely stunning. Still, still one of my favorite figures as far as aesthetically. Nice. Yeah, look, I, I was looking through my collection for this question saying, what's the craziest color that's there? And I was a, immediately drawn just out of craziness to Worm. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. Like, he's just so yeah. weird, the colors. And then I realized he's a good guy. I was going to so say, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't select him, but he's out of control yeah. with his he's, color yeah. scheme. I went with the Triceraton, oh, yeah. um, which is a beautiful... I love the Triceraton, but I love the orange they've selected. Mm. And he's got a couple of, from memory, uh, he's got a bit of silver accents and a mm. bit of yes. the, the yep. blue as well. There he is. Um, and green pants. So I just think he <laughs> absolutely, absolutely pops. And a, ba- a green bandage on one of his horns yep. for mm. no reason at all. That's right. Just to make him look badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's my call Scotty over to you Oh wow You guys are making it Really hard <laughs> I love any figure That pops and jumps Off the shelf So this is a really A category that talks to me um, Scale tail hey Nice <laughs> Bloody <laughs> hell That's yeah. an amazing looking figure yeah, Love nice. him Chrome dome Looks like a Cylon from Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah. Like, so that's sci-fi. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking to me on the <laughs> deepest fundamental level with that. Uh, and a Triceraton. I mean, who doesn't love a, a dinosaur? dinosaur. <laughs> Come on, man. You All of you win. Yeah. yeah. The whole category <laughs> draw. That's it. amazing. And I have to ask... Who's the cow guy? Like, he looks bonkers. I, great. I put him up there because he was he was honestly going to be my pick at one point. Um, Ground Chuck is his name, and he's basically a cy- part cyborg, part bull, and he's got the red and the blues, yeah. and uh, his his weapons. You can sort of turn one into a crossbow, but it's also to features a rifle underneath. Like he's you know he's got yellows in there, black, silver. One purple horn, one robot horn. He's bonkers. Easily, easily my second he's choice. Brilliant. I like him. Very yeah. good. All right. Our next category is the best sculpting. There is some amazing sculpting details by Varna mm. Studios to bring these figures to life. Ben, do you have a, uh, a pick here? He easily, definitely the one that I had as a kid, and I don't think I'll be the only one shouting him out tonight, and it is, of course, General Trag. Mm. Uh, just the level of detail this guy has uh, on on his body. He's got snakes crawling up his leg. He's got you know uh, spiders, lizards, uh, you name it. It's on his back, and just... On top of all that, the unique rock formation, you know, that... Uh, He's not a symmetrical figure no, in any way. Not, not in any like, way. No. Uh, bullet holes and things bleeding, you know, even though he's a rock person. Looks like a little <laughs> volcano, I reckon. Yeah, could yeah. be. Yeah. Could, I, I always thought they were bullet holes, right. but I, I, volcano is a great call. Um, yeah, I just love, love him to death. Uh, he's, you know, a huge overwhelming you know very uh Presence. wide-shouldered mm. character and um owns you know owns it all mm. so look i'm gonna go you ben kind of stole my last one from the previous category scale tail when you talk about a unique sculpt yeah like this guy is literally he's like leatherhead the sequel it's a sequel to leatherhead but he's actually scale makes sense because he's a snake instead of a crocodile that should be bigger um one of his arms is completely unique in that it is just that twisted pling of snakes. The gun piece in his mouth is movable. 
everything about him is is a hundred percent unique. There's no sort of reparts usage, which sort of happened a little bit in the playmates line. Um, and he's got more points of articulation automatically for the fact that snake tail has about three or four sort of bendable parts in it. So scale tail is the one for me. Yeah, yeah. There's some beautiful sculpting in this line. Um, I went with Trag. Yeah, I had him as a kid, and I just remember studying that yes. so much. Yeah. Um, and love that. But yeah, I mean, you can pick a whole heap. You've got, um, there's a, uh, what's his name? Scumbug. Scumbug. Scumbug on there and all the little, like he's got almost like his intestines are coming out. Yep. Um, it's and like then, he's bubbling out, oh, you know, it's like. So, yeah. It's so grotesque. Very, very Akira. Yeah. You know, like I, 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 this is not my final form. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And all the bugs and stuff sculpted on. I think Varna Studios did an amazing effort. Mm. So yeah, but I'll go with Trag. I love that gecko he's got yeah. on his back. I can still, yeah. I can picture it so well in my head. It's not up there on the photo, but uh, spiders and snakes and and all sorts. But yeah, there's some brilliant sculpting going on, Scotty. And, and so, when when some of the detail, you know, the Warhammer painters and things yeah. get these yeah. characters and they Black paint wash them up over that. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So they really make all those attributes pop even more. Yeah, and you uh, find some details that you didn't realize were there. So. Mm. Frank, you're right that um, your your choice had some really unique um, sculpting elements to it. They sort of incorporated a whole heap of um, unique facets to it. But you're right, Trag has someone has actually sat there for a, a prolonged period of time and really put some love and effort into sculpting that figure out. And Ben, as you said, if someone did some paintwork on that, did some washes on that, that yep. figure would look absolutely crazy. Is he larger than a standard sort of figure? In the shoulders, yes, yeah, but, but he's still height. the same sort of height. Yeah, I think they had a mandate from you know, to make them all the, the same height. Yeah. Yeah, sure, and, sure. and I think if you look underneath his foot, he's got a squashed turtle. He does under, too. Underneath <laughs> his yes. under foot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, we're moving on to our next category, and this is the best accessories. So this, to come with a figure, I, this is the way I read it, but yep. Yep. there weren't, were there any accessory packs for Turtles? Mm, um, no, there were joke, joke packs, joke packs things, yes. but yeah. not accessory, no packs. accessory packs. Anyway, yeah. I've chosen a uh, accessories that came with a figure, yep. and that is, of course, the Rat King. I think oh, his... Yes. Uh, you know, accessories were absolutely fantastic. So screaming his character essence. Yep. You've got the grappling hook, which is essentially two rats, you know, <laughs> in, on, in on either side yep. in a curve. <laughs> You've got the rat, um, you know, crossbow and things. And let's not forget the dead cat yep. Yep. on his belt. <laughs> You know, who needs a loincloth oh, when Super you've Seven got a... Super nearly uh, forgot it, but they yeah, brought it back. When right. you've got roadkill <laughs> hanging from your junk. Uh, like, and then... Sounds not, like we have a winner already. <laughs> and Call not, it now. And, and not to, you know, um, even, you know, talk about all the other rats and things uh, going on on his body, you yeah. know. Uh, it just... I, I think the Rat King is uh, a fantastic uh, figure mm-hmm. all round. So. Oh, look at that guy. Yeah. All right. Very good. Yep. No. His the, the the sort of the dead cat that's been run over and he's got time marks and the belt's made out of a snake. But yes, as well. yeah. it's a snake belt. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, rattlesnake. Yep. Yeah, yeah. and and this is a lot of nostalgia coming. So sure. these are the figures I had as a kid. So these are the figures that I played with. That 
you know, harken back to my memories of um, the best. Mm. Uh, you the know. rat's detachable on that crossbow as well. Yes, like it is. Yeah. Come off. yeah, sometimes they're missing. Yeah, yeah. often. Um, yeah, I went with, and he's not on the screen, but I went with Dirtbag. He's the only uh, construction worker that I know of that has got turned into a mutant, basically. Um, he's, he's brilliant. He's one of the few characters in the Playmates line that's famous for, he's a character with two hands and he has seven different accessories for them to do. He's got a backpack that can then hold the pickaxe that he's got that sort of slots in there so he can hold it. He's got a little knife. Um, he's got a gun that you can hold on one hand, but then if you flip it over, it doubles as a jackhammer, which for his oh, character oh, makes perfect sense. Like, um, I just think, you know, and they're all in the, the standard sort of pink color. Like they're like one, the slash, aren't they? Color scheme. Yeah, 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 that sort of color. But I just think from, if you're looking purely at the accessories and the function and what they do, um, yeah, dirt bag for me. Very, very cool. Yeah. Man, you guys are making it real tough. <laughs> I love that. There's so many good ones. Very, very hard to choose. I went with, um, same as you, Ben. I went with Rat King. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Just the, the rat motif on them. Yeah. Um, was sealed by the, that cat. I, I just love that expression on that cat. Yeah. It just, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's comical. <laughs> like, it's, I mean, it's just <laughs> look at him. Look at him. The crossed eyes, yeah. the tongue out. Ooh, yeah. I'm having a bad day. It's like, you see the tire marks going yeah. down yeah. its body. It's so good. Um, but yeah, look, I, I never had him. I never had Rat King as right. a kid, yep. but friends did, and I lo- I just fell in love with him. I played with him a lot, um, and remember all his accessories and the real rope. Well, no, that's that, that was going to say oh. that's actually like my own. Oh, you put that on there. Yeah, Does so he have a string? He comes with a, 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 a black, very sort yeah. of nylon string, Probably and it's very short long. and very small. Yeah. And mine got lost as a kid years right. ago, and so that's something my mum put together and sort of strung on there. And I like the fact you can loop it around his arm like you would a yeah. real, real sort of grab. Oh, I like that. So. Um, I've got to upgrade mine to the uh, <laughs> the rope because that looks really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, he's fantastic. Scotty, sure. over to you. What are you thinking? A- any construction tool that you can take a jackhammer and inverts to a gun is just <laughs> genius sculpting in my mind. But... That dead cat belt dead cat. On, on the Rat King. You're a dog person, aren't you? That's a top five <laughs> accessory of all time. It's not just the best accessory in this line. That's a top five accessory in all Everywhere. of toy yep. sculpting yep. history. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So it's a cracker. <laughs> okay, we're into the most fun. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I tell you what, you've got a picture of that boxing rock steady uh, up there, Frank. That was not fun. <laughs> it wasn't fun at the time <laughs> when uh, when a certain producer yep. picked it off my shelf and then it fell over uh, five minutes later and shattered into a million pieces. Yep. It was fun to receive it from uh, from Chris Wisdom. Chris Wisdom, who sent it over and uh, replaced it after he heard the uh, heard the tale. So yeah. I just thought I'd put that up. That one's cool because it's got like that boxing feature yeah. type thing. He's got the chest thing. The terror, what is it? Um, Skeletor and He-Man battle, battle armor. Oh, yeah, right. yeah it's yeah, that kind of thing. Um, so like he's got a, a, a gun that you put in the back and you pull the trigger and his arms literally box alternately and then you face him off against another toy with the same action feature and if they hit that chest plate, the head pops up. It's oh, like right. the old... Yeah. Um, what what was it? Rock'em Rock'em Robots. exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so my most fun toy, again, thinking back to my, the toys I had in my toy box and Ninja Turtles-wise, 
it's got to be Krang in the Walker. Like I, oh, okay. I, I love that figure to death. Like the fact that you could take Krang out of the Walker, you yep. could have the Walker by itself. Mm-hmm. You could add on the arms. You could add that suction cup gun thing. You could put Krang in the Technodrome to drive the Technodrome. You could mm. put Krang's arms underneath him to drive the Technodrome. Like which I only later realized, you know, as an adult that the connection piece that Krang sits on yep. has two little um, divots that you can yep. put uh, the arms little, on. I don't um, even yeah. I haven't joined the dots. Um, <laughs> the, the fact that Krang that we got in the walker is a different Krang to the cr- giant Krang. Yep. Uh, yep. Because uh, the regular Krang has the, the purple yep. veins. Yep. The giant one has uh, sans purple veins. It's just a, a pe- it's one pink color. Yeah. Uh, blob. Uh, I, I thought... Krang was so awesome. You know, you could have him just kicking around as a soccer ball or, you know, <laughs> more, you know, elite uh, in, in his robotic yep, body. So, yep. um, you know, massive respect uh, to Krang. He was an iconic, almost leader class yep. character. Mm-hmm. Yep. And for him to um, have such diverse characteristics, you know, from, you know, almost a slimy blob on the ground to, you know, now I'm, I'm in a chair, I can, you know, do much more wrong, uh, you know, in that device uh i thought that was a lot of fun so nice very cool uh mine is actually on the screen there i went with mutagen man nice um this is a a character whose defining characteristic is literally made of garbage you pop the little skull cap off and there's like five or six little tiny plastic pieces that are one's a, a bone one's like a dead fish one's a pizza slice one's a spanner um, and his gimmick was that you're supposed to fill fill him. The, the the inside is hollow, and you fill that with ooze, shake him up, and you can see the garbage floating around in it. And I just think, in a line that's got some you know bonkers and at times average action features, that one, it's 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 that real '90s sort of Ugh, yuck, that's gross type sort of uh, humor to it. Um, yeah, outstanding. Nah, very good call. He he's. And how many people would have lost those little yellow bits? Oh, yeah. Bits? My, mine is still in there. Like, it comes yeah. on that little tree, and I love the the homage Super 7 did with their um, the Ultimates version that had all those pieces on there. Yeah. You got a painted version and, like, the, the flat yellow ones. Um, yeah. And the fact that it's still, like, you could pop that skull off and it, you know, still holds water, for example. Like, yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Uh, very good call. Uh, for me, it was Muckman. He is a very, very fun sort of figure. He's is got he the room. Good or bad? I was going to say, Muckman, I think he's classed. He's one of those ones that perhaps starts as a uh, villain okay. and goes to a good guy. But I think if you looked at him on the card art and stuff, he's classed as a good guy. Okay. Well, he looks I'm, pretty gross. Yeah, I'm going to pick him anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say, I've got no idea. So you can just pick him anyway. <laughs> I'm going to pick him. Um, he had. Direct all uh, hate mail to uh, Scott. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had a, uh, a skull cap. That would come off, yes. and you would pour ooze into him, and he had like a it connected through down to a hole in his chest, and it would yep. it would ooze out. So I thought absolutely brilliant uh, accessory, fun for the whole family. <laughs> came um, with a little uh, character with yep. the uh, Joe poppy eyeball. Eyes. Yeah, Joey yep. sat in the skull thing in his oh the trash can trash thing can. on his back because he could also style. pour in yeah pour that into the um into the trash can. Yeah, came out the chest. Mm. Um. Yeah, I think the head one, does it come out his nose? I think it comes out the mouth now, as well, now. doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, was, I had a clear winner with um, with, with Frank's choice there. Like, he's a, a, a terrific-looking figure, and the fact that you can pump the ooze into him was the 
winning <laughs> function, but for Muckman to also have a and slime it. sort of functionality. It was the 90s, man. That's what we you, did. You both get the win. Well hey. done. Well done. Excellent, guys. <laughs> I love that sort of ingenuity with a figure, but... Damn, I'd hate to be the parent responsible for cleaning yeah, yeah. that toy. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. never actually done it to my toy. I was not that kid. <laughs> Stay tuned to the next episode of Toy Power. <laughs> cleaning it up off the carpet and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's right. The dried, uh, yeah. All right. The, uh, I love this category, the That's So 90s uh, category. Mm. Ben, what have you got oh, that man. epitomizes the so, 1990s? I haven't called him out yet, and I have to call him out right now. It's got to be the OG Shredder, right? And I've got my Ooh, list of reasons. Okay. My OG Shredder, right? You've you've seen him on, uh, you know, in the comic books. You've seen him on the cartoons. Let's make him shirtless, all right? Let's <laughs> let's 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 Sounds take a bit eighties to me. Well, but... let's let's take let, look. Masters is so good. Let's make this guy shirtless as well, right? Sure. We're, we're going to put a helmet on him. That's going to look wicked. But oh no, we can't we can't make him um, you know without eyebrows. Let's like just <laughs> like, stuff that little ridge at the front. Let's just put the eyebrows up there. No one will notice, you know. <laughs> um, and the crouch, the crouching position, right? Okay, we can't, you know, the board office can't make them any taller than the turtles. Turtles, you know, are the heroes of the uh, yeah. toy line. We've got to make Shredder smaller. Look, here's that one panel where he's crouching. crouching. Just do yeah. this. Yep. You know, so <laughs> they've, they've, you know, squashed him down and made him uh, crouching in this absolutely wacky pose that you can barely, you know, find the... It's difficult um, to stand. Yeah, difficult to stand, you know, to find that perfect alignment. And then... You know, what a couple of waves later, you had um, uh, wacky action. Yeah, Shredder, who wasn't, yeah, who crouching. wasn't crouching, and he's and he exactly stands. the same height. Yep. <laughs> so I, I, that to me, I had to call him out at some point. So OG Shredder um, first release wave one gets my that's so nineties for all the um, you know hideous mistakes. Yeah. But God, I love him to death. Like <laughs> you know, I, I don't think I'd have this passion for this toy line if if I didn't grow up with that silly yep. shredder yeah, in my life. So um yeah. Love. Wonderful, wonderful. Well I, I went deep, I went into nineteen ninety three. I went with robotic bebop. Now technically he's a variant and stuff, but this is one that Super Seven have done. Well, it's coming in, I think, a couple of waves time. Um, it's Chrome, so which is very sort of nineties in my opinion. It's a robot villain. He looks like he could be a Power Ranger villain of the week type thing. He's sort of loosely based. Yeah, Scott's just pulled him up on his phone and just reacted in horror. Um, <laughs> the accessories themselves are even bonkers. It makes less sense. They're not even homages to the original. He's got like a giant claw hand that sits on top of his regular hand. He's got a laser slash flamethrower gun in the one sort of device. Um, and then just a massive knife that would scare Paul Hogan. Like, right. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. As far as, uh, just where they've just taken a, an existing character and dialed it up to 1993. Yeah. It's robotic rock steady for me. But iconic enough that he's getting his own ultimate version soon. Yeah, so exactly. That's, that's pretty yeah, yeah. exciting. Yeah. Yep. Um, I went with the uh, little mini play set. I think it's on one of the slides here. It's called the Flushomatic. And uh, from memory, it's basically like a toilet. Yep. It's like a toilet seat. <laughs> yeah. You put uh, you know the ooze again. Yep. Put the ooze in it and it, you can like strap down a turtle and it will drip ooze on them. I just think the combination of the ooze and like the toy, that sort of 90s gross out, yes. you know, coming yes. off garbage pail kids, that sort of thing is yep. obviously very big. And that just, that kind of, yep. What what do kids love? What's a real gross out thing we can do? 
let's chuck a toilet seat and drip uh, drip crap onto our figures below. <laughs> yeah, mm. true. P- pinch the moose or something onto them. <laughs> pinch your <laughs> neck. Wow. Uh, that's so 90s. What's more 90s than a Baywatch-inspired shredder figure? Completely shirtless. I'm loving it. That is... David Hasselhoff ready to run down, running the down the beach now. Well, he's Jack. That, that's the um, transforming shooter, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Mutations. Mutations. <laughs> yeah. I'm loving it. That is that, that's the clear winner, mate. Well done. <laughs> yes. yeah. All right. Two categories to go here on the uh, Vintage Toy Awards. Um, the next one, I think it's the best vehicle. Yep. Yep. Best vehicle for me. And I was very lucky enough to uh, grab this one from Darren's collection. And it is, of course, the Foot Cruiser. I, mm. I just uh, adore the Foot Cruiser. What is it? A Chevy? I don't yep. know my cars yep. very well. It's a, it's a crazy Chevy. 1950 something. Yeah, right? 50 Chevy. It uh, can hold three characters, which mm. is uh, quite a number of um, characters to fit in one vehicle. Uh, I've got Shredder driving it, and then I've got um, Rocksteady and Bebop taking, nice. um, you know, passenger seat, and then the, uh, the other character, you know, on the gun position. Uh, lots of chrome and things like that. It transforms from a regular um, on the road vehicle with the wheels, and then the wheels can fold up to yep. the, you know, let's go past sixty six and uh, fly, <laughs> you know, hover type thing. Uh, I think it's really cool. I've seen a lot of customs yep. um, to neutrino to, ones. to yep. make them, in, the you know, yep. extend them and things. Yep. Uh, but I just, I just think it's great looking car. Um, you know, very. Uh, a cool feel for the turtles, you know, yeah. the villains or, Fits. you know, vice versa. And the colour scheme And the well. colour scheme yeah, is just, uh, yeah, very iconic and, um, yeah, eye-catching. And, yeah, I've even featured in one of my beer type, um, you know, calendar oh, yeah. photos shoots. So, nice. Yeah. I went with one that I've acquired relatively recently. I went with the Mutant Module. Yeah. It's one of those ones that features heavily in lore and in video games and stuff. It's essentially a giant tunneling tank. With a big spike in the middle, it's got little spikes all the way around the size, and it's just such a presence on the shelf. A lot of other things are, are little bikes or little jet skis. This is a thing where you can fit two two characters inside of it, completely enclose the thing, and you would believe this thing has the ability to drive to the center of the earth. And it's just it's an icon. It's you know the same sort of purple and sort of you know gray color scheme that you go. It's a bad guy vehicle. It's scary as hell. It's got multiple guns hanging off of it, these big booster rockets at the back of it to power it along. Um, stunning vehicles. Very lucky to pick one up locally from a guy who was selling it all complete. All the bits are there. Wow. And it's just Impressive. amazing, amazing piece. Uh, very iconic to the storylines yeah. in the yeah. cartoon as well. Yep. They, they, they use the those um, tunneling vehicles That's all right. the Get time. Around. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Mutant module. Look, I, I think most people, if you said favorite vehicle in the line, people would go party wagon, you know. Yep. But for me, it was always Foot Cruiser and Mutant Module. Yeah. They were always my favorite <laughs> vehicles go. in this entire line. I don't think I can pick between them. Love them both. I have a, a complete boxed uh, Mutant Module. Mm. My Foot Cruiser, I don't have a boxed one and it's not complete. It's missing, I think, parts of the. I think there's like a... Uh, kind of panel that the characters can stand on that kind of clips underneath it. And mm-hmm. it's just a little bit of trim. I'm missing yeah. that and I'm missing some of the flags. I love them both equally, so I'm going to split my vote and uh, go one vote each on, on those. Oh, so nice. Scott, you're the real swing vote now. Mm. Uh, I don't even have to Google either of these to understand <laughs> what you guys are talking about. And 
with Ben launching with the the foot cruiser, I'm like, damn, bro, like you're you're dead right. That is insanely great as a vehicle. Like I love that vintage style of vehicle. You chuck it in there with the villains and all the crazy bonkers accessories on it. You're talking my language. But then Frank comes from left field <laughs> with the damn mutant module, and I'm like, wow, you're just. <laughs> I'm like, Trent, I can't choose because they're both so amazing. So everybody is a winner for this round. <laughs> fantastic. I love, I love, I love the uh, uh, Scotty's uh, commentary. It's fantastic. <laughs> and that sound indicates the part of the episode where we had what I like to call a bit of a technical snafu. Um, <laughs> the last 20 minutes of uh, what you were listening to was unfortunately lost to the ether of the internet. Uh, so we've actually come back in studio to record. It's our last episode of the year. We kind of had to had to do it. Scotty's cracked a beer. It's all happening. Well, you, we're, we're now at Frank's place, and um, <laughs> Frank, Frank Frank's brought out the beers. Just uh, you know, what are you drinking there, Ben? Uh, F yeah, F yeah, American Pale Ale. Scotty, what have you got? Um, yes, I'll let it. It's also an F yeah, F yeah, three hundred and seventy-five. And then Frank just w- walks in with like a five hundred mil Carlsberg <laughs> and just goes. I'm set. <laughs> it's school holidays. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. An esky following in behind. <laughs> yeah, it's been a damn muggy day. So the yeah. beers, um, you know, are going down a treat tonight. I'm very Queensland today. Hasn't yeah, it? yeah. Mm. Now, where were we up to? We were at the exciting end yes. of this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Villains um, Vintage Toy Awards, and we're going to do the best overall toy. That's right. Now, That's Ben, right. yep, are you. Uh, I You're a rule breaker, aren't you? I break the rules because uh, 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 you, you, you probably would have noticed I've called out a lot of shredders and things, and I had to really? you know, align my uh, call outs with making sure my OG shredder was in there, super shredder, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, I couldn't you know, have this toy awards without calling out, in my opinion, the best shredder variant uh, ever, Playmates ever created, right? And this is sort of a little bit outside the 1993 range. This is a two years fast forward to the, I believe it was 1995. Mm. And this is Super Mutants Shredder, okay? One word, Super Mutants, and then Shredder. Uh, and this guy is one of the more Japanese-inspired ones, still by Playmates, but uh, got more of a Japanese release than uh, an American release. And the reason I've called this one out is because he is dialed up to probably 11, maybe 12 <laughs> on the Richter scale. He not only stands upright, t- much, much taller than all the other figures, uh, but he almost is in a modern sort of, uh, you know, format. Like he would fit next to Frank's old Marvel Legend, uh, yeah, you know, tall, collection. Tall. Yep. Uh, and the details and things. So he is just absolutely phenomenal. Ahead of his time, maybe. It's so true, yep. so true. And uh, I was looking at his biceps. They are just, you know, on steroids. Ooh. Uh, and things. Love so this good, is love a good bicep. Yep. <laughs> so this is a very uh, samurai-inspired mask-looking uh, shredder with huge uh, rugby or what do you call them? Gridiron shoulder, uh, shoulder you mm. know, pads with spikes that you know extend even further. He's instead of having the two claws on each of his hands, he's just got one big one that uh, runs the length of his um sort of what do you call it forearm. And he could um, uh, do a bit of ice skating. Yeah, ice, yeah. Ice skating he's with got, the forearms, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> He's got uh, huge um, uh, spikes on his boots and things, huge spikes on his knees. His uh, l- uh, loincloth almost pretty much touches the ground. It's so long. And it is just the pinnacle. No 
uh, cape on this one, which mm. is a bit unusual for yeah. uh, old mate Shredder. But he is hands down, uh, you know, top three favorite Shredder figures of the Playmates line. And I'm just so excited to uh, own this one. Um, he does come with an, a weapon accessory that is absolute garbage. So <laughs> I don't even um, display that with him at all. Uh, but just a figure by himself is fantastic. And he's often overlooked because he's, you know, in that sub-range of yep. more Japanese than uh, American um, orientation. I mean, there'll be people that know Ninja Turtles well mm. that have never seen this figure. Yeah. It's a, like, it's a very, very obscure figure. Mm. Very cool. And like a really kind of deep maroney purple. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's got the big uh, foot emblem right in the middle of his chest, which yep. I just love. You know, that's his, you know, insignia, very masters, I think, with, you know, the mm-hmm. them holding the, uh, the chest emblems they had. Uh, I just think he's the, the bomb. Um, and uh, sorry for bro- bending the rules, but he had to be shouted nice. out tonight. I like it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I went a bit more uh, old school with mine. Mine comes from 1990. And I am, he's been shouted out a couple of times. Uh, I was going to say tonight, but it wasn't tonight. It was a couple of days ago when we last actually recorded the first part. Um, I'm talking about the gigantic Android Krang. It's just, it's one of those like iconic looks and it's iconic toy to the line. People go, oh, I've got a great, you know, complete Turtles collection for the five people in the world who actually have that. Um, and if you look at someone's turtle shelf, that's the first one. That's If they have that in their collection, it just adds to it already. I've got the on the same shelf as my Giants there, but that Krang sits like front and center for me because he's just um, an, a core part of that line. I consider him part of the core, you know, if you're rounding out your, your four turtles and your core villains, he's a core villain for me. He's, 100%. He's, he's got to be there. Um, yeah, it's kind of the story of how I met Ben yep. ultimately because yep. he bought... Uh, another one that I was sort of moving on. Um, yeah, do you still have that one? Or uh, no, that upgraded I upgraded it, it from yep. Darren's collection uh, yeah, because nice. of the. Uh, I, I was always missing the belly the, the windshield. Um, shield. Yeah. Uh, so now um, I've got and yours was, was missing most of the stickers. So yeah. through Darren's collection, I was able to upgrade that. Nice. And then we sold off um, mine, which uh, you know helped went towards Darren's parents. Um, you know. Yeah. Funds and things. So yeah, that was uh, good. I think Brett Owen. Bought the oh, uh, right. my, uh, your old one. It's so, all in the family. So it's, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. Adelaide's a small world. Wonderful. Brilliant. Well, I went right back to wave one, mm. uh, 1988 or thereabouts, depending on where you are. Um, and I chose Bebop. Mm. Um, I thought he was one of the um, very first uh, villains that we had in the line. Was always more of a rock steady guy in terms of the cartoon, but I think they executed on Bebop a little bit better on the toy. Just some of the details he has, the back of his jacket, there's a beautiful kind of like foot stylized emblem. He's obviously got the turtle shoulder pads with like the sort of dead skeletal turtles hanging off the edge. (laughs) He's even got the knee brace, which is sculpted really well, like the the Forrest Gump style of sort of leg brace. Um, And he's got the, you know, beautiful sculpting of his, his glasses, his mohawk and little... Little tail. He's he's the definitely of the two thugs. He's the more ornate when you look at what's going on. There's a lot of different little details. Rocksteady's still cool, and he's got you know these sort of almost pimple-looking things on his shoulders. But there's a lot more time and effort to go. This guy should be a warthog, and he should be a punker warthog to make him look just that extra bit crazy. Yeah. Well, he's a lot more colourful and eye-catching than as much as I'm a more of a Rocksteady fan. Always have been. Always mm. will be. But I have to admit. Where you know 
uh, Bebop is a lot more colourful and attractive yep. character than uh, Rocksteady. So great call out. Love that. Um, yeah, just admiring Frank's Super 7 versions. Uh, they um, really done them well. So good call. Master Scott. Best overall villain figure. I'm not entirely sure there is one in, in a Ninja Turtles lineup, but I'll do my best. Benjamin, your figure here is absolutely amazing. He is bonkers terrific. He has got sharp, shiny, stabby stuff all over him. It would make it absolutely impossible for him to bend down and pick something up if he dropped it on the ground, <laughs> but he doesn't fit the category. So you are automatically oh. disqualified. It was worth it, wasn't it, Ben, though? I got my three seconds of shine. So. so we are left with giant android body Krang. We are left with Bebop the Warthog. Unfortunately, gentlemen, neither of you got the answer correct. Oh. The best overall figure in the Ninja Turtles villain line is, and we can insert a drum roll we can here, do that. Baxter Stockman as the fly. Oh, that is love it. Nice. the best good figure. Call. Yeah, so good now call. he's got an opinion on turtles. <laughs> it might be wrong, I'm sure. Trump, <laughs> yes, I am entitled to an opinion. What, what, where, where does that come from, Scotty? Is it yeah. just based purely on the design aesthetic that you like, or is there a bit of... Design, yep. colour, yep. eye-catching. Those are the three sort of ingredients for me for any sort of figure. For, and, and look, the entire wave, the entire run of Ninja Turtles ticks those boxes in some way, shape or form. Colour pops off the shelf, crazy bonkers designs. Mm. But I've always really liked that particular figure. When you're looking at that in anybody's collection, on anybody's shelves, it just seems to jump out mm. to me every single time. And even when I see Pizza Face, is that uh, yeah, Pizza Face? Yeah, yep. as I as I called out earlier in the episode on the shelf, seeing him up there for the in in the flesh for the first time, damn, he's a good looking figure. <laughs> I really like him as well. The 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 villains in the Ninja Turtles run are just they're special. Yes, yeah. I've never really given them any time because I I, I don't gravitate gravitate towards the turtles. I've never given the other figures much of a run and looking at it from this perspective you guys highlighting some different figures and and bringing other things to my attention there's maybe a glimmer a very small light at the end of the tunnel of ninja turtles appreciation yeah i like it nice well that's 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 you're gonna start clearing your shelf right He's, he's Let's already... not get carried away. <laughs> it's, got... it's a Christmas miracle. Yeah. <laughs> he, he does have the uh, um, baseball Raphael, so he's yes. already got one in the collection. I do have Grand Slamming Ralph. Yes, yep. Ralph, sorry. Yes. Oh, no, I've lost credibility. You go. You're done. <laughs> get out. My cat's breath smells like cat food. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Very good. Love, yeah. I love those vintage toy line awards mm. and... Um, yeah. Now, what have, what else have we done in the so past? So we've done we did Masters villains. I mm-hmm. want to say we, we did uh, he, um, Transformers. Transformers G one G one hero. Good guys. Yeah. Good guys. Yeah. Well. Autobots. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, there's so well, there's so yeah. much more there more to, to unpack. Very good. Hey, now we did the Secret Santa live on yes. air previously, so we we can't really repli- replicate the surprise. <laughs> now in that in that segment, Frank, you were. Um, 
running a bit late. Yes. And you forgot to pack Scotty's gift. So Scotty never got it. No, so, so we get to open we, that. We um, do. I did, however, leave it in the other room, I've just realised. <laughs> so it's it's closer than it was right. before. Maybe we could do a recap while you <laughs> yeah, do that. duck down to the shops and make a purchase. All right. Well, I who well, I'll go first anyway. Now, I opened up from Ben the absolutely amazing, and Ben has raved about this figure in the past, the Batman from like what is he called caveman batman or essentially Fight, fighting ice or something fighting fighting the frozen yes yeah, fighting like the frozen batman from very the Todd Thanderall uh ice age batman yeah yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's it comes from that sort of expanded uh dark knight metals uh, when they sort of started to really explore and flesh out the the, the storyline that's where he comes from yeah. yeah he's amazing he's a page puncher which means he comes with the comic book, but he is the seven-inch action figure. So look at that. Brilliant-looking Batman. Look how, I mean, demonic with, with that cowl. He, he, I oh. put him straight with my Master of his classics because, you know, right. that's how I judge a lot of lines yep. if I'm going to buy it or not. Will it fit with my other lines? Well, and he physique, almost he? looks better than, you know, Wondar and uh, the, um, uh, what's his name, um... The, Con- the Barbarian, the Conan. Looking. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, those characters. and But the, to the next level, he's more detailed than those guys and a little bit taller. And, right. And, but I like that. Is, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> but I just I just think he's the, so, so cool. So um, I hope you open him and enjoy him as much as I did. So, yes. Yeah. Well, I like your idea of putting him with the classics. I did put... Um, they did a Angela. Dark Knight. Yeah, no, I did yeah. a, originally. I think yeah. she's. I've moved her on, but they did a Dark Knight Returns, uh, Superman and Batman yes, with yes. the Master of yeah. the Universe Park, and I've yep. sort of got them in my in my He Man yep. uh, collection. So yep. this guy might fit in very nicely, yeah, definitely as well. Cool so bananas. thank you very much. Mm. Well, yes, I um I opened a package and it was from Trent. I could tell it was Bluey Toys as I was ripping it open, and I just went, oh. I don't have this one. And Trent's the whole idea with our secret Sanders. We don't know who got, got us what. And Trent's like, yes, I got it right. And I was like, so it was you? Yeah, I gave it away. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm looking at the uh, Rusty and Bluey's go-kart set. You get two figures. You get a lovely little go detailed go-kart on there. Some tools, it looks like, to fix it up because inevitably these things fall apart when they go down the hill. Fun fact about this, one of the few Bluey toys that doesn't actually feature in a single episode of the show. To my knowledge, there's no go-kart, even a go-kart sequence, certainly not one that features Rusty on it anyway. So, um, yeah, it's pretty rare. Most of the line is pretty, this has appeared even in one episode, so this is cool. I did not have it, and I think there was a story, Trent, you were telling about how you determined that. or Well, so I was planning on getting this Secret Santa gift with plenty of time to spare. So I'd gone to a Target store. This was about two weeks ago, so just before we record our last episode here. And there was a sports car on sale. And I think we had a, I can't remember what it was, like a $25 limit or thereabouts. And so this sports car was $35 down to $25. And I'm like, okay, sweet, I'll grab that, but I just need to check if Frank's got it or not. Mm. So my idea was to come to the recording and when Frank's out of the room, discreetly take a photo of the toy collection so I knew what he had, what he needed. But I looked up there and I said, Oh, the sports car's definitely not there. Mm. So that's that's a goer. Easy. Anyway, I left it till the last minute. I left it to the day of the recording. <laughs> and Leanne happened to be going out. I said, oh, look, can you go out and buy this convertible um, from Target? I've got like a $25 limit. And she got there and she's like, oh, you know, it's here and I can get it, but it's not on sale anymore. So she sent me some of the other ones for that price. And I'm just like, 
I had to use my memory. Like I wish I'd just taken <laughs> the photo. Take photo. I should have just taken the photo. But so no, I was very relieved when you didn't have it. So excellent. Well done. Did very well. So now we get to have actually one actual present we can open. Now Scotty does uh, know what this is. As I, as I get ready for it, I might let Ben do his okay. recap because yep. uh, yep. that, that so, brings us back in order. Yeah. So I um got one this one from Scott and I opened it. It's in a beautiful little box to keep it uh, nice and safe. And it was, of course, Voltron orientated, but not just any Voltron. It was the Reaction Shogun Warriors Voltron in the uh, 3.75 Reaction uh, line. It carded, beautiful, unpunched. Uh, it was just fantastic. I I have quite a bit of a Voltron uh, mm. collection. I don't have anything carded, you know, bar one, like you know, minuscule thing. So I'm going to keep this carded with the beautiful Shogun figures uh, emblem on there. It'll go awesome with my Godzilla and things. And mm. I've got an, um, another Godzilla coming in the reaction range. So that was very very welcomed. And it is of course the Lion Force uh, Voltron for those at home um, playing. So, yeah, thank you, Scott. Very much appreciated. Love it. Good, good. So, I guess, finally, it is my (laughs) turn. Here we go. Here we go. Opening boxes. Opening boxes. (laughs) We reach in and we pull out. Hey. Oh, look at this. (laughs) It is a nice red fitted New York Yankees baseball cap. And, of course, if you know me at all, I love my New York Yankees. Lovely, you got the, 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 the big NY Yankee yeah. symbol on the front That's there. Very That's cool. very pronounced. Yeah. Embroidered on the back, nice. you got the word Yankees. This, of course, with my lack of hair on the top of my head, <laughs> is the perfect. It is the absolutely ideal Christmas gift. Now, what happens oh, with those caps? They, they have these very fancy stickers, like these shiny stickers. I think it's got one on the... Uh, the cap part, the brim. It does, And yes. one on the underside. Now, what's the tradition for that? Do you leave those on? Do you, you rip them off instantly. Yeah. I've seen people I think, wearing no, I think them. Flat, flat caps. If he was a yeah. mint on car, like there are people who have collect hats the way we right. collect figures, put yep. them on a shelf. I yes. wonder whether They'd keep they the might sticker. leave the stickers on. It's like a prize sticker on a mint on card figure, perhaps. But, uh, uh, you know, part of the reason I gravitated to that is like, I know Scotty's a bit of a cap guy and I remember he's got a deep navy one with, and I had to double check with Joe to go, it's Yankees, right? It's not something weird like at the Cardinals. I don't know baseball teams very well. Everybody, of course, knows the Yankees, but I'm like, you know, he's got a blue one. Um, there, there was a pink one that I considered for, for a time, but <laughs> I don't need two. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then now, you know, as he can, as he puts it on and, and adjusts oh, the size. Oh, where'd Scott go? All I, all I see is Fred Durst. Well, <laughs> you stop, stop my joke. He puts, spins it backwards, and we're looking at vintage Fred Durst. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, he loves it. There we go. Beautiful. <laughs> Lovely. So thank you, sir. My thank generation. you, sir. All right. <laughs> now, it wouldn't be Christmas unless we shouted out some uh, beautiful things from Fresh, of course. Chris yeah. Fresh? Yeah. He, um, well, when we were recording, actually, we were all going around the room. Well, in fact, you three were going around <laughs> the room saying how wonderful it was to receive a Christmas card in the mail from Mr. The Fresh, Fresh and his family. Yep. And then I think someone turned to me and said, and you got one too, didn't you, Trent? And I was like, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> oh. I didn't. And I, and I put it down to that snub when I snubbed him <laughs> That's right. when he came, you know, came with, down. With your mate Kyle, yeah. But of course, you know, Fresh wouldn't do that sort of faux pas. <laughs> uh, Leanne came in the morning with, from the mailbox and I and there looked was. at it and I said, I bet that's a, I, I guarantee you, 
what you're holding <laughs> in your hand is a Christmas card from Mr. Fresh. And sure enough, it was. So we've all, we, he, I mean, he pays attention because he was down here. He visited us all. Mm-hmm. I never remember really giving out my address because I think I would have, you know, maybe picked him up. But mm-hmm. somehow he's remembered, you know, yeah. my address to send it out. Like that's, they're the yeah. little details. Yep. To, you know, he, or, or he's, he's asked someone, but he didn't come to me and ask for my address. So yeah. it's just a, a very nice Christmas touch to get a physical card yeah. in yeah. the mail. 100%. Yeah. And tell us your story. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, Ali was a bit confused because she got to it before I did and opens up. Now, I have a lot of cousins who live in Melbourne. So she's looking at it going, is this a, one of your like 40-odd cousins that I haven't met? This is postmark from Victoria and I've looked at it and I've gone, and I've seen, you know, him signing off with all Jesse and Hunter and all that. I was like, oh, no, no, that's fresh. And she goes, hmm, hmm. Just, just read it again for me. And it says, you know, to uh, Ali, Jack and Ben, I hope you have a Merry <laughs> Christmas. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have some fun with this. <laughs> off into the group chat it went. Um, I think uh, little Alice's reaction yeah. was probably my favorite where you were told to start packing your bags, yep. Ben. Is yep. that pretty much? Yep, yep. She w- <laughs> any excuse to get me out of the house. <laughs> and I, I chatted to Fresh on the side and, and just sort of, and he goes, oh no. I knew I shouldn't have like punched out all those cards on the same night. I was getting a bit loopy by the end of it, you know. What does Ben say? And I was like, no, 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 that's all good. I mean, Ben's been informed of his new family, but yep, yep. other than that, it's 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 okay. And and then it just without any more prompting from me, ten minutes later, he's gone. You know, I'm going to lose sleep over this, right? <laughs> there's there's how many more are out there where I've done the wrong name? Was like- <laughs> well, it like the episode of Seinfeld where Elaine prints that? Christmas card and uh, yes. it's got it's got the nipple. She's yep. she's like showing a nipple. She hasn't picked it up. So <laughs> gone how many have, how many have gone out like that? Mm-hmm. But, but no, I, thank you, Fresh. Wonderful. I, yeah, I just got to say thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts, uh, Fresh. Like at work, we've got a whole end of Christmas cards, and I'm like, no one buys Christmas cards <laughs> yeah. anymore. Why do we keep getting so many damn Christmas cards? Uh, you know, it's all digital. It's all social media these days. And to, you know, my mum doesn't even send Christmas yeah. cards anymore. And that's saying something. But for you to receive a Christmas card in the mail is so much more wholesome than, you know, reading a text message, reading yeah. a thing. Uh, I just, you know, never, never change fresh. Like, yeah. thank you so much. It um, really means a lot. And uh, yeah, you're you're an amazing man. So thank you. Amen. Just one more little update to what we're calling the Christmas card saga of 2023. Chris Fresh did go to the effort of express posting a corrected card with my name all in caps uh, with the correct family this time even. Um, So yeah, thanks very much, mate. Didn't quite make it in time for our second recording, ironically. Um, So just thought I'd drop this in there. All is well in the world. Um, As Chris himself said, he says, I won't have my festive activities suffer in any way. Just be thankful I didn't fly over and hand it to you personally. So here's to the great man. Um, Merry Christmas, y'all. Very good. Well, that is it for another year. It's well, gone by is, quickly, hasn't it? Oh, I, I would oh, like oh. to finish the year off with maybe an update. Oh, right. A couple hmm. episodes back, I've given uh, various updates on oh, a yes. pending... <laughs> Adventure. Oh yes, that was penciled in. Were you getting a passport? Was that, that was part the of next it? step that right. I had to okay. apply for a, a yeah, passport yeah. application? Right. I can now, as we close out the year, Ooh. ready to roll into the new year. Confirm the adventure is logged in. Mm-hmm. I, with Brett Owen, our wives, and other people involved, are going to 
San Diego Comic Con. Oh, beautiful. How good. Awesome. 2024. So wait wow. a minute. How on earth did you manage to get tickets this far out from San Diego Comic Con? Well, are you spoiling the secret? Oh, let's do another reveal. Okay. okay. I'm going to have an enormous flex here. Okay. Right. <laughs> an enormous flex. These are just not regular tickets to San Diego Comic Con. These are, in fact, exhibitor, the vendor tickets Beautiful. that we've got. All access. All access, behind the scenes, early access, no lineup tickets. Um, I was absolutely blown away when the when Brett came to me with the offer and sort of said, are you interested? And I could not get an answer out of yes fast enough. So <laughs> it's been a bit of a journey over yeah, the last three months. Yeah, it yeah. came to light that we were going to do this to yep. make sure that we could get all the mechanisms in place, secure the tickets. They're locked away. Nice. We're going to do this. We're going to go. How good. July next year. Well, we got uh, (laughs) Toy Power on the ground, roving correspondent. That's right. We'll just cross to you. I mean, it'll be two in the morning here, but, you know, we'll just get you to feed us info fresh from the floor. It could be two in the morning there. I'll still be going. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That is fantastic. That's awesome, man. Have you been before? First time. No, there you go. Oh. Then we'll all and he's be doing uh, it in the premium. Yeah, premium I mean, way yeah in too. class, classy style. Oh, yeah, yeah nice. amazing. No, that is very good. Well, no, very happy to hear that news, and uh, I'm sure it'll be a, a wonderful trip. I think Brett and Sarah are off to Japan shortly, aren't they? They For Christmas. leave Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Wow, yes. what a travel on! Gee, must be must be doing well out of those toy fairs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Better better than let's just say. Better than some that tried to copy him. I know. <laughs> some fairs are complete mayhem, aren't they? <laughs> uh, very good. We've got some closing shout-outs. So this is the final episode for 2024, and we're going to have a break in January. We will be back mid to late January 2024, so stay tuned. We will certainly be back for another big, fun year of toy power. Um, and look out, because Ben is going to be sending around the the list for our 2023 Toy Awards. So yep. get your votes in. This yep. is the big yep. episode where we go through all the best yep. categories and determine the best toy of 2023. I think yes. a lot of shows tend to do this sort of episode now. They release it in December. And I'm like, well, the year hasn't technically nah, finished. No. So well, what, what if you get something for Christmas like that's that? Right. And that changes um, your votes. That uh, Rebel Moon comes out, you know, in a couple yeah. of days, couple of uh, days from 22nd. this recording. So that could be the best movie we've ever seen. We don't know. Nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> so far. Nine, so nine. I was wondering if anyone had seen nine. my nine. It opened with nine percent. Nine percent. Oh my god! Wow. Snyder has lost the plot apparently, <laughs> oh. according to the critics. Oh, I'm still going to watch it, and I'll make my judgment. Maybe I'll give it ten percent. <laughs> no, I'd like to see it. Um, yeah. I, I've genuinely been excited by yeah. Rebel Moon. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and and I, look, I got to say, apology for us uh, with the Patreons not organising uh, a secret centre around the world, uh, guys. It's just we just left it too late, and we had some in in house discussions, and we decided it's just not uh, feasible to um, open that sort of thing up with the postage and stuff, even if it's across the country or something. Uh, we just didn't want to put those stress on people and things. So we promise to twenty twenty four we'll do it with the Patreons. And uh, Patreons, look out. I'll be sending through the 2023 Toy Awards for your votes. And everybody else, uh, you can vote for the best toy of the year. So that'll be, you know, mid-January or so. We'll come back and we'll hit that episode um, with a bang. 
And so look out for our socials. But otherwise, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, have Merry a fantastic uh, New Year's. Mm. And, uh, yeah, hope you have some time off. Hope you, um, you know, get some time with the family and whatever, uh, whatever, you know, loved ones and things that you spend time with. Um, hope it's really special. So uh, thanks again to everyone for supporting uh, Toy Power through 2023 and beyond. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas. And until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. Oh, oh.